means we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the August 8th edition of the sunny side of sports. It was a big weekend in European club football. Action kicked off in the top-tier leagues in England, France, and Germany. In Germany's Bundesliga, two-time African Footballer of the Year Sadio Mane made a winning debut for Bayern Munich. The Senegalese star scored in the 29th minute as Bayern routed host Eintracht Frankfurt 6-1. Bayern's dominance on the road against the team that won the Europa League last season showed why it remains the firm favorite for a record-extending 11th consecutive Bundesliga title. The Bavarian powerhouse had 17 shots on goal in the first half alone. Sadio Mane joined Bayern Munich in the offseason after six years with Liverpool. He was brought in to help offset the departure of Polish star Robert Lewandowski, who moved to Spain to join Barcelona. Lewandowski was officially introduced in front of thousands of fans at Barcelona's Camp Nou Stadium. Muchas gracias. Um... I'm very proud to be here, to be the, to be the players of FC Barcelona. The, that was the long way, but in the end I'm here, so uh, my happiness is very high and I'm sure that in this stadium we give you a lot of uh, goals, a lot of winning, and I hope that you are support us every single game. Lewandowski's first La Liga game with Barcelona will be Saturday, August 13th, when the team plays Rayo Vallecano. He was a goal-scoring machine for Bayern Munich, scoring 344 goals in 375 matches in all competitions. Robert Lewandowski will celebrate his 34th birthday on August 21st. He says he feels like he has a lot of good football left in his career. First of all, I think that my age doesn't matter in this moment because uh, no, there are only the numbers on my body, physical body doesn't feel that I am 32 or soon 34 years because I know that I can still play in a few years on the top level even longer and uh, it's, I feel better even that I was uh, 29 years old. So it, this is not the, um, the it's not the question that we have to think about this. But if we are t- talking about um, the whole period about the transfer, uh, for sure that wasn't easy also for me to decide to um, uh, to leave the Bayern Munich after eight, eight years. But I know that for me, for my family, that will be the perfect next step in my uh, in my life in my career. During his stellar career with Bayern Munich, Robert Lewandowski won almost every domestic and international title, including eight Bundesliga trophies, 
three German Cups, the UEFA Champions League, and the Club World Cup. Lewandowski says he will use his experience to help develop Barcelona's young players. We have a lot of young players uh, with huge potential and uh, they have a huge talent as well. But in the end, um, this mix between experience and the young players is also important if I can help them with some kind of words, not only technical things, skills on the pitch, but sometimes more of the words I can tell him, explain, because I saw a lot in my life in football. In English Premier League football, Arsenal beat host Crystal Palace 2-0 in the opening EPL match. Brazilian striker Gabriel Martinelli scored the first goal of the 2022-2023 Premier League season in the 20th minute. An own goal by Crystal Palace defender Mark Guehi accounted for the final scoreline. In another Premier League result, Liverpool drew 2-all at promoted Fulham in London. Liverpool's new Uruguayan signee Darwin Nunez came off the bench to score in the 64th minute. And he set up Egyptian star Mohamed Salah for the equaliser in the 80th minute. Fulham Serbian striker Alexander Mitrovic scored two goals as the promoted team threatened a major upset. Before the match, Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp commented on Fulham, London's oldest professional football club, returning to the Premier League. Getting promoted by playing football is for me one of the hardest things to do in, in this championship. I play all football, but being a real football playing side, more possession, all these kind of things, not that much set pieces are, uh, are important, but not the main thing, all these kind of things. So it gets all my respect, and that's what Fulham did. Um, a really good team, but now they obviously have... Um, well, Fabio was an important part of that team. Um, Harry is an important part of that team. I think he's injured, so these kind of things um, are... Well, of course, difficult. And you know, I, in, a, in a week before we play a team, or a few days before we play a team, I read a little bit about them, and not only watch games, but read a little about them. And then you see um, that is obviously they think they have still a few problems to solve in the in the transfer market. Jurgen Klopp became Liverpool's manager in 2015, and in 2020 he led the team to its 19th league title. As the Reds of Liverpool try for a 20th trophy, Klopp says all of the title contenders in England have improved. Yes, all the teams, I think all the teams improved pretty much. Um, everybody tries to improve in the transfer market, using experience from last season um, and these kind of things. And then, um, uh, but the only thing we can really uh, or have to think about is, is our own stuff and um what is necessary anyway. If the other teams wouldn't do anything better than last year, for example, and it was difficult enough, then, then we have to improve um, anyway. And that's what, what we try, little tweaks, um, little like building on the stuff we, 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 we know we, we can do and getting there a bit more, a bit more variety.
variety in stuff like this, being more dominant in moments with and without the ball. So a lot of football stuff we were thinking about. Jurgen Klopp is also thinking about this year's World Cup in Qatar. The Premier League will take more than a month off for the World Cup starting in mid-November and resume December 26th, four days after the World Cup final. That's it. If you go to the final at the World Cup and if you win it or lose it, do it, do it. will there be played a game for third place as well at this World Cup? Yeah. So if you reach a semi-final, um, then you are already um, we are quite busy, and then and then the rest starts a week later. Look, with these things, it's really it's, it, what may, I'm, I was not angry at all before I came in. But when we when we start talking about it, I really get angry. My problem is, as much as everybody knows it's not right, nobody talks often enough about it that it will be changed. Why we wouldn't? talk about that and, and just do it properly and say, ladies and gentlemen, FIFA, UEFA, stop Premier League, FA, blah, blah, blah. please start talking to each other. There must be one meeting where they all sit together. And the only subject should be the most important part of this game, the players. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp says the players are not being given enough consideration despite their heavy workload this World Cup year. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Follow the sunny side of sports on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny, and my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. This is the voice of America, Washington, D.C. Manchester City opened its bid for a third consecutive Premier League title Sunday when it beat host West Ham United 2-0. And let's give a sunny side of sports salute to Man City's new Norwegian striker Erling Holland, who scored twice in his Premier League debut. Holland needed 35 minutes to open his Man City account from the penalty spot after being brought down by the goalkeeper. And then Holland scored his second goal with a clinical low finish in the 65th minute. I'm uh, surrounded, as you say, about amazing players and uh, we have to build on it and uh, we'll become even better. It's early in the season and we have to get in shape and everything and good start. Meanwhile, the other Manchester club, Manchester United, got off to a losing start under new Dutch coach Eric Ten Hag. Man U fell to visiting Brighton 2-1. It was Brighton's first ever victory at Old Trafford. The German Pascal Gross scored two first-half goals for Brighton. Hi, this is Larry London, the host of BOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world. Rain on me. Tune in and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shirin. Hello, Larry. Uh, good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. 
Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross musical borders. Spotty greetings. This is Sunday Dari, Minister of Youth and Sports Development, Nigeria. You are listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Sunday Dare is saluting Team Nigeria's performance at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, England. The performance of Team Nigeria at the 22nd Commonwealth Games has been excellent, inspirational, and also very commendable. This performance is like no order. Many new records were set, even as old records were broken. Jinxes of about 30, 40 years where we never had any podium performance were also broken. In athletics, world record holder Toby Amuson and African long jump queen S.A. Brume won gold medals for Team Nigeria and also set Commonwealth Games records. Amuson set a games record of 12.30 seconds in the women's 100-meter hurdles. Her world record time is 12.12 seconds. And S.A. Brume set a games record of 7 meters even in the women's long jump. Meanwhile, Toby Amuson won another gold medal as a member of Nigeria's 4x100-meters women's relay team. The Nigerian women clocked 42.10 seconds in Birmingham, a new African record. Overall, Team Nigeria tallied 35 medals at the Commonwealth Games, 12 gold, 9 silver, and 14 bronze, tops among African teams. South Africa was next with 27 medals, 7 gold, 9 silver, and 11 bronze. And Kenya was third among African teams with 21 medals, 6 gold, 5 silver, and 10 bronze. Team Uganda tallied 5 medals, 3 gold, and 2 bronze. And let's give another sunny side of sports salute. This one goes out to Ugandan runner Jacob Kiplimo, Jacob won Commonwealth Games gold at both 5,000 meters and 10,000 meters. host of Music Time in Africa. Join me every Saturday and Sunday for an hour of awesome African music. Wake up, dance this music. Like to stay on top of new music trends? Breakout artists? New releases? Maybe you just love the classic styles and artists of the past. Or simply the sound and feel of a good beat. Whatever your pleasure, you can get it every week right here on Music Time in Africa. So join me on your local FM station Saturdays and Sundays at 1500 and 2000 UTC. 
Thanks, Heather. I'm VOA Sonny Young, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. As I mentioned earlier, Nigerian athlete Toby Amusan's world record time in the women's 100-meter hurdles is 12.12 seconds. And please note that time is still subject to ratification by World Athletics, the international governing body for track and field. Toby set her world record at the recent World Championships in Eugene, Oregon. For reaction, Iron Mike Mbonye contacted an athletics coach who discovered Toby Amuson as a secondary school student in Nigeria. My name is Abiola Onokoya, an indigenous of Ijebode, but based in the, in the state. Uh, to the question you asked, what was my reaction when I saw that world record for Toby Amoson? It was astonishing. It was a wow moment. You know, um, along with every other Nigerian, our reaction was the same. It was unbelievable. You know, seeing this happening in our own very eyes was magnificent because we've never experienced this before, even when I was an athlete, not what I'm doing right now. And at this stage, to have a Nigerian break one of the tedious prints record is just wow. When did you discover Toby Amuso? At what age did she show qualities of a potential world champion? So I think I I met first met Toby when she was in um, I think GSS two when um, they came to the stadium um, for you know practice um, for this school sport and uh, then she was doing um, hundred meters long jump and high jump that's what the first time I met her and uh, since then I've been following her career and uh, when she was about finishing um, secondary school you know she was already looking like a promising athlete and uh, there was a coach there at your daily show Jawu introduced her into hurdles and um, and that's when after she finished um, the secondary school you know, um, I already moved to the state and um, I looked at it like, okay, what can I do in giving back to my own community? And I just said, hey, do you want to go to the state? And she was excited about it and I said, okay, no problem. I just need to so document and uh, she arranged such documents for me. And um, before I know it, she met me here in the state and uh, we both went to the same school here in the state. And since then, we've been on this journey for the past like almost going to seven eight years now and i'm still happy you know we're still going on this because we are just starting do you think nigeria can produce more to be sons if coaches are given necessary support you see the issue of nigeria nigeria is filled with talent it's a very big pool in which anybody can tap from in every ramification whatever nigerians does we do it best and we do it better you understand we just have to put a round peg in a round hole to make this happen we have capable coaches back home we have capable administrators who could pay, put things into place i and toby um have started it um toby abiola grass crew development sport we started where we came from from Ijebu, right there and um 
we hosted our own first competition in uh, in March, in which subsequent one is going to come up next year, which we are trying to go through all geopolitical zone in Ogun State and have a grand final. So we are out here want to tap into the pool of talents we have in Nigeria, especially in Ogun State. We are looking for the next to be our Muslim. And... Um, the, 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 the strategies is on ground, and we are here to execute them. That's Nigerian athletics coach Abiola Onakoya, and he spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from the U.S. state of Texas. Abiola mentioned how he and Toby Amusan went to the same school in Texas. That school is the University of Texas at El Paso. Toby competed for the university's track and field team, as did Abiola Onakoya. And here's a fun fact about the University of Texas at El Paso. The nickname of the university's sports teams is the Miners. And that nickname is traced to the school's founding in 1913, when it was known as the State School of Mines and Metallurgy. VOA brings you the best in African music on the African beat. African beat showcases the latest and the greatest of contemporary African music, from bobo music to hip life, bonga flavor to sukus, Afrobeat to Dumbolo and Makosa to Kwaito. The African beat on VOA has it all. And it's happening right here, Mondays through Fridays at 09.05 and 20.05 UTC, right after the international news. Thanks, David. That's David Vandy, the host of the VOA's African Beat Music Show. English sports fans have had a lot to celebrate recently. The Commonwealth Games in Birmingham the kickoff of a new Premier League football season, and the national women's football team winning its first European title. In this sunny side of sports highlight for 2022, VOA's Gwen Uden reports on the festivities in London for the English women. Sporty greetings, Gwen. Sporty greetings, Sunny. The England women's national football team have waited 56 years for a major trophy. The team nicknamed the lionesses clinched their first european title thousands of jubilant fans gathered in london's trafalgar square to celebrate their triumph in bringing the title home and as the players sang and danced team manager serena vigman addressed the crowd and praised her team for their historic victory first of all um they're very very good football players they're very very good people The willingness, the commitment, the resilience, um, the behavior towards each other, the support has been so incredible. And most of all, the willingness to want to win so badly. And they won! (laughs) Wiegmann is now the first manager ever to win two European championships with two different nations. She led her native Netherlands to the title in 2017. She has not lost a match with England since she was appointed head coach last September. Captain Leah Williamson said Wiegmann is the X factor that the team needed. Um, I think this is the missing ingredient that England was looking for and she's brought us together. 
obviously incredible and to be able to share it with everybody that came to the game and around the country. Uh, we're very grateful for everyone's support. Yeah. England's 2-1 victory handed Germany their first defeat in a major final and the win was made even sweeter because it took place on home soil at Wembley Stadium in front of a record-breaking sold-out crowd with over 87,100 spectators. And following her victory, Serena Vigman said their historic night was built on the legacy of trailblazers in the sport that will inspire generations to come. I think this tournament um, has done so much for the game, but also for society and women in society in England, but I also think across Europe and across the world, and I hope that will make a change too. During our journey in preparation for the, for the Euros, we brought in um, the, the, some, some players that played in 71, and those are the trailblazers, you call trailblazers, I think. The, those those women are the trailblazers for the next generation and we should always always remember the ones who, who went before us because they made a path for us and this team makes a path for the next generation so never forget where we come from and we all know where we come from so don't forget and we know the world's changed from this moment for the players now but Always remember where did we come from, what fights did those did that, that generation have, uh, but also the generation after. And of course, we all know that, that the England team in 2009 made the final too, with, with, uh, with hope. Um, and, and there was building, 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 fundament, uh, create an, uh, or develop the competition here. Uh, and that's then I just c come in a team where there's lots of quality, stability, there's a fundament and then you can do well together. The Women's European Championship received an additional glowing stamp of approval from Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, first of all, I must really have to say I love women's football. It's outstanding. Um, the, the quality of the tournament is, in, is insane. Um, England is doing exceptionally well. I saw two games, I saw three games of Germany. They do really well as well. I think it's a, it's, it's a really good final. Uh, two intense teams face each other. I was in contact a little bit. You can imagine that I'm most important, I think, is um, the the face the the women's football showed. It's a fantastic game. We all knew that before, and um, women's football over the last few years um, exploded in their development. It's tactic tactically on an incredible high level, technically on an incredible high level. The intensity of the game so means physically really, really good. Uh, and I love watching it. I really love watching it. And um, congratulations to all the teams who were part of it because it was a, a commercial or is a commercial for, for football, not only for women's football. Um, and just shows how, how, how fantastic this game is. We now know Germany came just short of clinching the European title, but despite their disappointment, the German team returned home to Frankfurt, where they were greeted with cheering fans who called them the team of hearts. Back in England, manager Serena Wiegmann said with the European Championship title now in hand, expectations are high for a repeat performance. So now we won the Euros, now the expectations will go through the roof again. Um, the development of this game has, has gone so fast that many countries could win this tournament. We've all seen that. Um, and uh, Germany was really strong, France was really strong. 
Um, well, maybe uh, Spain was really, really strong, and always well, Sweden uh, too, so, and even more countries. Um, so it's not easy to win this tournament, <clears throat> and that's going to be next year uh, at the World Cup too. First, we have to qualify in September, of course. Um, so the, the, the top countries develop. But the countries just underneath the top developed really well too. So we saw Belgium, we saw Austria, uh, even more countries. So it's getting closer and closer, especially in Europe. Um, but now it's time to party and then we go have some time off. And then we're going to prepare for the World Cup qualifications and the World Cup and hopefully we'll do well again. Linus Lucy Bronze assured fans that they will be the team to beat at next year's Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. On top of the world, on top of Europe. <laughs> uh, yeah, another trophy, but the best one by far. What uh, uh, there's still one more that we can still get our hands on next year. And as you can hear, England is ready. Our congratulations to the mighty Lionesses for making history as first-time European champions. And that is all from me, Sonny. Back over to you. Thanks, Gwen. That's my VOA colleague, Gwen Uten. Finally, let me serve out with some tennis news. Here in Washington, the Australian Nick Kyrgios has won his second singles title at the City Open Tournament. Kyrgios defeated the unseeded Japanese player Yoshihito Nishioka in Sunday's final 6-4 and 6-3. Kyrgios also won the Washington Hardcourt event in 2019. He had a dominating week here in Washington, losing just one set in five matches. Kyrgios never had his serve broken, and he blasted a tournament-high 96 aces, including 12 against Nishioka. And wait, there's more. Nick Kyrgios also teamed up with the American Jack Sock to win the doubles title here in Washington. Kyrgios and Sock defeated the duo of Ivan Dodig of Croatia and Austin Krejcik of the USA in the doubles final, 7-5 and 6-4. And that wraps up the August 8th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and that's the sunny side of sports.